Welcome to Harvest Time. We're glad you're with us today. We have the privilege and honor to host a few mothers, and um, a couple of them have slash grandmother behind them. But uh, we're going to do what Proverbs 31 talks about, which he says in relationship to family and mothers, that her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. And uh, I think today would be a great day to honor motherhood since the last hundred plus years. Uh, This has been a historical national holiday on a Sunday, uh, thanks to a pastor's daughter who saw her mother uh, influence her life and family so much that she decided to make it a national holiday. It took her five years before the Congress uh, cashed in on that and recognized it, and later she was totally opposed to Mother's Day because it was so commercialized, and I'm thankful that um, it was instituted. And our hearts go out to those that um, are in that great, great position of a mother. I want to highlight that today, but before we do and get a chance to visit with these ladies, I would like to remind you this coming Sunday is Mother's Day. We're combined with a separate adult Bible fellowships here at Harvest Baptist Church, as well as a total uh, program available from the little babies to the through the uh, through the nursery, the children's program as well as the teen. I'm glad for each and every one that serve and help in that capacity, and I'm um, glad we can um, give the demographics of our church the specific needs for every one of those groupings. And then also then at 10:30 our morning service, which is a special service because part of that service will include the recognition of those ladies that have had the privilege to be a mom, uh, from the newest moms to those that have had the privilege to have lots of children. And it's a fun time, a good time, an appropriate time, and some gifts will be given out. And actually a gift given out to every lady that will be visiting with us on Sunday. And then if I can jump to Sunday night, our family Bible hour is... um, captivated by our baccalaureate service. This is a recognition in a formal setting of the graduates from our academy here at Harvest Christian Academy, as well as a graduate from Harvest Baptist Bible College. Lots of parents come. We encourage them to come. We have the privilege to host Pastor Don Eckert with us, who will be speaking on Sunday night in a challenge to the graduates. And so I hope that you will join us. What a great day. Now, during the afternoon, I certainly would encourage after church, you dads, to either make a meal. Now, that might become nuclear, so the best thing is to go and either move it from a Wendy's and McDonald's all the way up to your best restaurant, but certainly do something special for mom. I find that some of the simplest um, things that can be done, I remember years and years and years of getting our own children together every Mother's Day on a Sunday and that would happen. We'd get them up early, and I, I would, I would say we. It's I would get them up, and we would serve uh, Tammy breakfast in bed on Mother's Day, and that uh, turned out um, most of the time pretty decent. So it's a good way to start. So I hope that you'll do something special as well. I'm thankful for these ladies the, uh, today. I want to introduce them, if I may, and that is Tessie Eckert and Brianne Romo. First of all, welcome to the program, both Thank of you. you. Yes, and this is uh, the mom and the daughter and the daughter who happens to have other children. And then we also have the privilege to host Jessica Borkhart and Becky Filial. Thank you for being here as well. I've got a couple of questions for you. I'm trying to keep them simple to you. 
And the first one that maybe I'll ask Tessie because your husband's speaking on on Sat on uh, Sunday night. As you look at life, and then I, I want to ask um, Tessie and Becky, both of you first. Let's start with as you look at models for you for motherhood, and and here you are um, in the veteran status, and you look at mothering. Who comes to your mind, and why? Of of a mom that you always thought, boy, that's somebody I'd like to be like. That would be my mom, mm. Maria. Um, she didn't have a very easy childhood because um, because of the war on Guam. She had responsibilities, you know, because uh, my grandmother had fourteen children, and I think she was number six in that line. So. Um, I just think of, when I think of my mom, the one thing that comes out uh, the most as far as what I've learned from her is that we need to forgive other people, um, even when they've hurt us continually. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just love them because family is important. And you can't replace them. And so through the years, she has been taken advantage of, lied about, hurt in many ways. And mm. and still she would continue to help them when they would come to help, for, to yeah. ask for help. And, you know, when I ask her, why do you keep helping them if, <laughs> if you, you know, you're crying and here they are, they continue to. Um, hurt you and she just says God is not sleeping that was always her her answer mm -hmm. um, in other words God will take care of things yeah. and she just has mm -hmm. to remember that she um, and she took her responsibility as the oldest girl on Guam um, over her siblings she took that as um her duty to take care of them, mm. even after they've had their own families and their families have expanded, they would um, just always be asking for her help, and she she'd help them financially yeah. most of the time. That's what comes out yeah. the most as what I what I remember from her and what I'm trying to learn from her. Yeah. Now, she, you said she's one of 14. Mm -hmm. And then how many children did she have, you being she, included in the number? She had six. Six I was, of you. I'm the oldest. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's quite a story. And, of course, being here on island during some diffic difficult days, um, there is a generation that uh, will be missed. And, Becky, how about you as a grandma and a mother here? I remember many times with my mother her sitting down with me and just talking to me one-on-one -on -one and um, just praying with me that I had done wrong things, mm -hmm. but yet she gently helped me to see what I had done wrong and to show that and for me to grow and change. And I'm just thankful for my mom. Mm -hmm. My dad was a huge influence on me, but my mother always complimented yeah. him. Now, how many... Uh, children were in her family. She had six. 
I see. And she was the third old, second oldest. Right. And then how many brothers and sisters do you have? I have four. Four of you. Great. And then I had um, a couple Sunday school teachers that I really looked up to. Um, mm. And um, they were very influential in my life as far as giving the Word of God to me, yeah. studying the Word, wow. learning all the um, the Bible stories, yeah. and, and just loving on me in many ways that mm. perhaps my family didn't have time with five kids. Right. <laughs> wow. You know, my, uh, my grandmother that grew up in Missouri, and she um, was adopted by her Sunday school teacher. And that was back in the day in the Midwest where they couldn't take care of all the children. I think she was one of six or seven or eight, and then they had family that came along and helped. Brand, how about you? Well, I would definitely continue on saying it was definitely my mother mm -hmm. who she's always been a good model, um, always selfless, always encouraging us to do what's right, always showing us how to um, like really prioritize what's important, um, whether it's school or family. She always just had the right um, viewpoints on things, and I think that's what's helped me stay focused how to be a good mom. And then also with that, my grandmothers, I was very blessed to have on both my mom's side and dad's side, good role models who, um, and they came from, you know, they did have big families. So they were able to show, you know, all their children, um, give them what they needed. Um, and um, so I think that's what's helped me with my boys, having those great role models um, in my family. And then now working here at Harvest, what I've really appreciated are there's just so many other moms, mm -hmm. so many other friends who um, they've come from various backgrounds and very different personalities. So I think I really gain a lot from them and I'm encouraged by them. Yeah, great. And Jessica, how about you? Similar to Brianne, there's many ladies um, here at Harvest, my age, older ladies too, and growing up, me growing up, um, older ladies that invested in my life. But I'd like to talk about my mom because she's sitting next to me and, and what I really appreciate about her influence in me, um, on me was her joyfulness and her support in my life, um, with what, I was involved in. That's what I remember about my childhood. I had a very happy childhood, and I remember working hard. I was a Midwest girl. We did a lot of stuff outside to um, take care of the home and family. And and my mom always had a joy about tasks and difficult things, and and spun it into a very uh, fun, um, just. Uh, joyful way of living. So I just appreciate that about my mom and appreciate her faithfulness to take us to church and expose us to God's word and and to um, jump into church activities and and help out with children's church. And I remember my mom making costumes and puppets and and just her love of being involved with um, the church and in involved um, with serving others that way. And, and it all spilled out on me, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Amen. Well, it's good to, to uh, express, obviously, with each one of you, 
um, but certainly the role that mothers play. And of course, Jessica, having your little one inside your womb and um, two weeks from now, hopefully mm -hmm. successful delivery, that that continues. And, um, you know, I was reading earlier, historically, um, famous people like, I'll just pick a couple, like Napoleon, who made the statement, quote, let France have good mothers and she will have good sons. And actually Napoleon's own mother that made the statement, my opinion is that the future good or bad conduct of a child does depend on its mother. Even Lincoln himself who made the statement, all that I am or hope to be, I owe to my angel mother. And so I'm glad that um, we can highlight those that have gone on before us. Let me ask you a second question. Tess, I'm going to start back with you here. As you look on your life as a mom, give one specific focus that you use to build a heart for God in your children or some emphasis as, as um, what would come to your mind when we talk about this. Well, um, I didn't get saved until 1985. I think I was 27. And by then I had two girls. Mm -hmm. I think Brianne was five. And um, I really didn't know a whole lot about God, the Bible. I was a Catholic, and we didn't bring our Bibles to church. The priests told us what we needed to hear. And so I knew we needed to go to a church that, where we could learn more about God, about the Bible. And because we, my husband and I were saved here at harvest and it we knew it was a bible believing church and doctrinally correct we became members here and um knew that we had to plug in um sunday school church um be involved in the fellowships and the ministries and so we knew that our children needed that same thing. So Im immediately we put them in Awana. And the following school year, we had them enrolled at here at Harvest. I can't say enough about what how Harvest has been a help to our family because we needed that. We were starting from scratch and we have grown, and we just so appreciate all the men and women through the years that have been a blessing to our children. What I'm trying to say is that they, we need to be plugged into a church that can help us all grow. And for if we, our desire is for our children to have that heart for God, then we need to make that a priority. Um, if you really want the best for your children so that they can uh, grow in the Lord and um, through that come to a saving knowledge of Christ, you have to rely on, on help from your church family, yeah. your pastor, and, of course, on our Lord. It's yeah, good. Yeah. Excellent. Brandon, how about you? Well, one thing that we try to do every night with the boys is to make sure that um, we, you know, before they go to sleep, we read a Bible story, we go around and we have each one of them just say what they're grateful for, what they're um, 
thankful for for that day or for that week just so that they can reflect on what God has provided for them Um, because we want that to be their focus on a daily basis what are they seeing in their lives um, in their with their you know friends at school with their teachers what are they really grateful for so um, it definitely helps to for them to be in a Christian school because they're they're in an environment where they're learning more about more about God, and that is a, a big focus. So that's what we do appreciate about them being in a Christian school. So that is a priority to help them further develop a heart for God. But I think in the home, just making sure that they can um, be able to um, see for themselves how God has provided for them to be grateful. Um, that's what we try to do to help them develop a heart for God. And then, you know, and then they can hear from us what we've been grateful for. Yeah. And I think that really helps to for them to reflect um, on their life and then on the the whole family's lives. They can see how everyone's been impacted. Yeah, excellent. How about you, Becky? Well, in our home, um, the, the kids grew up in a Christian home, uh, school uh, as well as the home. And so I think our really emphasis was to holding the Word of God up high in whatever we did. Um, and that might be reading the Word of God in the home, memorizing, and communicating, and to be honest with each other, and to keep current. When things came up, we tried to solve them right away, not let the sun go down on our, our things. Sometimes that's very hard. Attacking Another thing is attacking the problem and not the person. Mm-hmm. We always want to blame shift, but, you know, God wants us to take what? responsibilities if we do wrong things and the another thing is act don't react and those are hard things sometimes to get through to kids as well as us living those out and so I think one of the big things is that we wanted to be good examples of biblical truths that we were learning at church and um, it wasn't always we didn't always do good (laughs) but we tried and and we tried to live out what we've, we was learning, many of the principles, and many of the uh, characteristics of like forgiveness and, and love and discipline, generosity to others. The kids, they pick up on everything that you do as a yeah. parent. And so um, um, we found that that was um, one thing, I think, faithfulness to church. We went to church every time the doors were open. We wanted them to be under God's word as yeah. much as possible. I'm so grateful for my kids, yeah. but I'm grateful to God that um, He overlooked Docs and my sometimes the things that we didn't do right, and we were learning all yeah. the time. And we have to have a learner spirit when you're a parent. You're learning as well as giving. Yeah. <laughs> Good. And so um, I think the accountability to a higher um, authority in our home, which was God. And so we tried to teach our children that it wasn't just to us because we wanted them as they got older to realize that they were accountable to God and yeah. just not to us. Good. Excellent. And Jessica, we'll close with you. How about your answer here? Uh, the power of prayer. Um, is what I 
I really, the Lord is burning my heart to um, expose my children to God is alive. He is very real. He is right next to us. He's listening, ready to listen. And I think growing up in a Christian home, I was exposed to um, a lot of scripture, a lot of um, conversation about the Lord. But it wasn't until I started praying and I still remember that first time I prayed and the Lord answered my prayer as a young child. And it was just like, wow, the lights went on and God is real and he cares about what I care about. Um, he's sensitive to my needs. And and that's my desire for my children. On 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, um, this is a verse that I, 16 through um, 18. I have this in my living room because um, I need it there. I need to be reminded of this truth, but it says, Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing and everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And um, throughout the day when my children, I'm working with my children, um, we have the normal frustrations of lost papers and um, friendships that we have to work through and and to take that moment to just stop immediately and you know bub let's go find that paper or let's before we look for that paper let's just stop and ask the lord to help us find it and um and we'll just stop and we'll pray and, and then we'll trust the lord and we'll do our part and and but we'll allow the lord to work in our home and that it has been really neat to watch things happen out of my control because um, we've submitted it to the Lord and then it's been really rewarding to see them when they start to get through go um, have a stressful moment for whatever the reason is the, the normal challenge of life that they'll just stop and say Lord Jesus and and they'll they'll take their request before the Lord and and um, they're developing that relationship of talking to the Lord. Um, I can lay out truth before them, but it's their personal relationship and accepting um, how powerful God is and, and realizing He is a caring God that's sensitive to our even our small needs in our life. Well, ladies, we appreciate your words today. And as we close, um, it's great to to know that the Bible does address the topic of motherhood. We're going to talk about it on Sunday in the three homes that every person uh, needs. A Christ-filled home where he's first placed, a church home where he's the head, and a heavenly home where he's waiting for us. And we'll talk about those. And in the midst of it, in a world that even today, our own culture is not for families, so redefining the definitions of family, and I'm thankful we can go to a document that talks about husbands um, loving your wife and, and wives reverencing their husbands. And then for children to obey their parents and Lord, this is right. And a reminder to parents when he says, you fathers, but really the context is for moms and dads. Don't provoke, don't take the heart out of your children, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. And um, that's certainly a desire of most um, mothers today. Uh, mentioned earlier in the broadcast or before we went on the air about a lady named Amy Young who works um, as a journalist. She wrote a, a letter called An Open Letter to, to Pastors, a non-mom speaking about Mother's Day. And the continuum of mothering and those mothers. And she says to those who give 
gave birth this year to their first child, we celebrate with you. To those who lost a child this year, we mourn with you. To those who are in the trenches with little ones every day and wear the badge of stains, we appreciate you. To those who experience loss through miscarriage, failed adoptions, or um, running difficulties, we mourn with you. And even to those who walk the hard path of infertility, fraught with pokes, prods, tears, and disappointments, we walk with you. And sometimes it's true we need to forgive us when we say foolish things. And to those who foster moms and mentor moms and spiritual moms, we need you. And to those who have warm, close relationships with your children, we celebrate you. And we certainly do uh, today for you ladies. Thank you for being here and uh, encourage uh, the listening audience. Um, everybody um, has a mom and your mother might have passed on uh, as my mom has. I'm grateful for her. But if your mom's alive, make sure and contact her. Let her know how much you love her and be at a good church. It'll help you. Certainly would encourage you to be here at Harvest Baptist Church. Thank you, ladies, for being with us. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor. And thank you for listening to this special Mother's Day edition of Harvest Time on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio. We'd certainly encourage you to be at Harvest Baptist Church this Mother's Day, Sunday, 9.30 a.m. We start with Adult Bible Fellowships and Children's Programs. Then at 10.30 a.m., our special Mother's Day service. At Harvest Baptist Church, everyone is welcome. Again, thank you for listening today to Harvest Time.